While we work at Microsoft, this podcast is independent of Microsoft and implies no warranty or guarantee of the products or services. We will not be sharing anything confidential, and we do not represent the opinion of Microsoft in any way. We are just two passionate guys that love what we do implementing Microsoft devices and services. Five, four, three, two, one, go! Welcome to the Device Pros Podcast. I'm Frank Pinto, and my co-host is Alfred Ojuku. This show is all about our experience as consultants implementing Microsoft solutions around the world. If you're already an IT pro or you're trying to get started, you've come to the right place. We will discuss tech success and failure in the show, resources, tips, tricks, and everything in between. You can find us at www.thedevicepros.com, on Twitter and Facebook as The Device Pros. Hold on to your surfaces. The episode is about to begin. Welcome to another episode of The Device Pros. My name is Frank Pinto, and I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Alfred Ojuku. Alfred, how you doing, man? Hey, I'm doing great. It's nice and sunny outside. We've had rain all week. I'm looking forward to a great week, especially because it's Father's Day. Yeah, happy Father's Day to you. Yeah, happy Father's Day to you, bud. Yeah, thanks, man. I appreciate that. Doing a little uh, barbecue as long as the weather holds out here in the UK and yeah, just kind of chilling, maybe have a beer. Yeah, I'll probably go kite flying, flying. Probably, <laughs> you know, but just as long as nobody comes up to me and tells me to go fly a kite, I'll be I okay. was going to ask you, are you going to do that because your wife said, go fly a kite, Alfred? <laughs> All right, man. Well, let's let's dig in. I think um, I'm excited to talk about today's topic. I, I know you have a nice, eloquent phrase that you're using, but you know, to keep it simple for for my simple mind here, I'm thinking this is Windows Phone 8.1 and the management capabilities that it offers. But go ahead and give us that yeah. nice, eloquent title that you're working on. I it's not eloquent, but it's good enough. I mean, again, this is all about managing um, devices in an enterprise and ah. because. Vice Pros, that's what we talk about. So this session is on Windows Phone 8.1 Enterprise Mobility, right? Okay. So specifically 8.1 Windows Phone, how we actually manage it within an enterprise scenario. All right. So we usually kind of look at things as we talk about this. We kind of look at things from a, um, two different sides. The first side that we like to talk about is business users, right? How this can affect positively the business user experience and then also yep. how it can simplify the work of an IT pro. Yeah. Yeah. So I, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, that's typically what we do. I think, and I think this time, this time around, I think we're going to focus more on the the actual basic functionality around how how do I get this thing up and running? What do I need to think about to have it in my infrastructure? Correct. Yep. Yep. So Microsoft has come out. Windows Phone 8.1 is not um, fully released to the public, but a lot of people all over the globe are using it because they did give us the ability through the preview app for developers to throw Windows 8 point, Windows Phone 8.1 on our phones. Um, right. But so it's due out in and, summer 2014. Yeah, you and I have been uh, sort of playing around it as developers ourselves, sort mm -hmm. of seeing what Cortana can do, with sort of experiencing the new security features that have been rolled into it. I mean, it's just a much smoother, much nicer experience for the consumer and the enterprise itself. Yeah, I agree. All right, well, let's dig into some stuff. What, what, where should we start? There's so many different pieces. 
Well, the, 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 you're right. There are so many different pieces. I, I think we're going to kind of cover the gamut, and I know we only have 30 minutes or so, but let's talk about the enrollment piece, the configuration management, what certificates are required, and a little bit about the application management, and lastly, just touch on the monitoring. So that way we get you get, we give you an overview of what you should expect to see when you're having to manage Windows Phone 8.1 in your enterprise. Okay. All right. Well, let's talk about enrollment. What is enrollment, and you know what? How do we do that? What's t- telling me about enrollment? Ah, good question. So enrollment is just the basic process of having your device being uh, being able to be managed by a, a management solution. Uh, for for Microsoft standpoint, it's Windows Intune. Mm-hmm. So the enrollment is basically. Uh, you know the way of being able to provide your Microsoft account to that phone device so that it then registers it as a uh, workplace does a sort of a simple workplace join and makes that device able to be managed um, using what we consider the OMA DM or the Open Mobile Alliance uh, uh, the device management standards mm-hmm. um, it allows you to use that to uh, basically have that device registered in your name and available for you to use in, in the enterprise all right um, now, is this something that an IT admin would do before they hand over a phone to a user? Or, you know, what if the user buys their own phone? How does this work? Well, this is done all by the user, right? This is, so because of the BYOD scenario, hmm. we're expecting the users to come in. And, you know, as long as you know what your credentials are, you, uh, you know what organization you're part of, you, all you're going to have to do, and we made it very fairly simple, is put in your username and password. Hmm. And... Then, for some, if for some reason you have a specific server, if you're doing some app dev testing, and you in and uh, you can basically fake the fail out of the of the password, and then you can actually add that server if you know what it is. But typically, in a in an enterprise environment, you should already know that server information is going to already register your name and your password with the with the backend infrastructure that knows exactly who you are and allows you to access it All through right, the. So uh, the IT department did a little magic beforehand. I use my credentials from, you know, as an end user, um, I use my credentials and I, I've, I launched the workplace join control panel, right? And, mm-hmm. um, and I put my normal credentials that I would use for logging in and I'm in. That's it, right? That's pretty much it. I mean, it uses it just to, for you techies out there. If you if you want to get familiar with the term of a WAB, a web a web authentication broker, mm-hmm. that's what it uses to understand uh, who that user is and in, and stores that information in a specific location using OAuth and OpenID. Well, you know what I think is pretty cool when you use Windows Phone 8.1. There's no application, no MDM application that has to get installed in the phone. It's built into the operating system inherently, so you're not really adding any additional footprint to the phone by, you know, enrolling it in management and allowing the user to have application to your company apps and company uh, internal webs and all those things, right? Yeah, and that's all by design. It's basically a way to, uh, you know, simplify the process of you managing that device in the enterprise. Okay, cool. So config management, what kind of things can we do? So configuration manager basically is, uh, you no, can No, I use mean that. management of the phone, like configuration management of the phone. What kind of stuff can we uh, do with the phone? So you made me flip back to, to on-prem devices, and I didn't even want to do that. Yeah, I? yeah, sorry about that. No, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> so configure um, configuration management. So what what you're probably implying is just things like making sure you have your your email accounts, making sure you have root certificates on there. Uh, and, you know the fact that you can use Wi-Fi or VPN as an access point is. 
And once the phone is so basically once the phone is enrolled, um, it, you have the ability to push down those profiles that contain just those collection of policies and configuration settings. And like I mentioned, uh, you know, uh, continue on is just things like the EAS based policies or the line of business apps. All of those are now available for that device, that Windows Phone 8.1 device that you have, including authentication certificates. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Authentic, that's that's the big piece that, that we, you know, it's, it's got root CAs built into it. It allows you to use certificates to authenticate wherever you need for applications cool. and for access. So, you know, I'm part of the, uh, inside Microsoft, we have a, um, a beta test for the automatic VPN uh, connection. And so I'm part of that. And it's really... Were, were, were we supposed to know that? Know what? <laughs> that you're part of that internally? <laughs> Well, I don't. I hope. I hope the answer to that is yes. Otherwise, I have to cut this whole piece out of the darn um, podcast. But I mean, we're we. You know, I think it's no surprise that Microsoft tests our technology. You know, to make sure that we we work through everything before it goes full release. Um, at any rate, it works really good. It's an automatic VPN, and the profile was pushed down to my phone. It just showed up, and so I have this profile. It's on my phone. It's set to auto connect. The only thing I had to do was supply it with credentials one time, and then you know that's it. Yep. No, exactly. And I, I mean, so a lot of cool features are coming, for example, being able to deliver a number of applications to the desktop. Uh, I won't talk too much about what the feature is, but, you know, that the idea is if I if I know I, I work for a specific organization, you know, HR um, sales, I can have those applications that I typically used uh, mobile applications delivered to my desktop upon sign in based on the requirement um, and my assigned access. Okay, sweet. Yeah, I thought that was kind of cool too. So, so I mean, not like we would do this, I guess, in a situation where a company is providing phones to an individual. Um, maybe they're the phone is being provided to an individual for something really specific, a really specific task. So I could see, like, inside of a you know a retail store, they might have their line of business application. And they might need to use a phone and some, you know, just some really basic things they need the users to do. You know, you have the ability to lock that phone down and they, what applications are on it and the settings and experience. Um, you know, so you you can even lock it down so that the phone launches just the one um, application. And since we can manage Wi-Fi profiles to push down to that phone, you really don't need the end user to do any configuration. It would automatically have the Wi-Fi profile in that situation. That, yeah. That's correct. Yeah, and the application's the, there. They launch it. Bam, away they go. Right, and that that again brings up the, the key thing is that money, much of the planning should be done way ahead of time, prior to having the device available for that user. That that ensures that when that user receives that device, you've already sort of identified which policies are uh, are the ones that they should be receiving on their device, and that they can do what they need to do as part of their role in the organization. So if we talk about, if we take the, the side of the IT admin, the IT pro and, you know, potentially business concerns, there are a ton of things that we can do yep. um, to manage that device. Should we, should we go through them? I don't know if we need to uh, say every one, but there's a lot. I won't, there's some key ones. For example, uh, you know, uh, I, I remember I used to have a BlackBerry device and they would always disable the camera. It used to drive me nuts. But obviously I did it for a good reason and, and part of it was just because they didn't want you sort of taking pictures 
of you know sensitive data and sending it off to people. So little things like disabling the camera, disabling Bluetooth may be an example of that. Okay. you have any examples? Yeah, location, Wi-Fi, NFC, even your storage configuration. So you can make sure that if a particular device has, um, you know, an external, like an SD or micro SD card slot, you can make sure that that device is encrypted. Yeah. So depending on where you sit in the in or in the organization and the type of uh, business that you do, you might disable one or more of these features, and you might not even disable any of them, depending on your BYU BYOD strategy. Yeah. But uh, the good thing is now you have that option available, and that's what Windows Phone 8.1 brings to the table. Yep. Yeah, and we also have the capability, all kinds of password control, which I think is great. So you can allow a simple password, alphanumeric, you can set the minimum length, even complexity. You can have an automatic password expiration. Um, I think all those things are really great. Password history, so you can enforce that, you know, a user can't use the password they've used the last time or, you know, whatever, right. they have to reset it. One thing I'm really excited about is just, you know, we talked about different levels of um, protection. The, so, uh, you know, I'll name three, three of them. One is protecting the device itself, making sure the device is always protected. Uh, and then the second one is protecting the applications that the users are using, making sure those applications are sent down to the desktop or not, you know, then sent down to the mobile device, not mucked with, not changed or anything of that nature. And thirdly, protecting the data. So three levels of uh, data protection. I, I think we did a uh, protect, data protection uh, session at one point, but the really cool thing is that, uh, you know, from Microsoft's standpoint, they've taken the approach of ensuring that these three levels of protection are added to the device. And more importantly, you can encrypt it. You can use things like BitLocker to encrypt the data on that device itself and protect it from being sort of removed um, without the proper authority. Cool. Um, I, another thing I think is important to note, I mean, these devices are highly mobile. Uh, users can misplace them. So you have the ability to do a full device wipe or what we call an enterprise wipe, which is just removing any data related to, you know, the enter corporate data, enterprise data. Uh, even the user can log into the portal if, you know, if IT gives them access and, you know, say, hey, I've lost my phone. I want to wipe it immediately and they can do it themselves. Yeah, no, that's cool. Again, with the use of, um, just to add on to that, with the use of your certificates and just enterprise Wi-Fi, you can uh, block phones from being a Wi-Fi hotspot. You know, sometimes people like to use that as a Wi-Fi hotspot. You can actually block those options and not make that available. Um, you can also report, uh, send reports of what hotspots the user is connecting to. So again, all these really cool, rich features that you probably didn't see in the earlier versions of Windows phones, now you're starting to see them show up. Um, you know, I thought that was a really, you know, that's just a really cool thing to think about when we're talking about, um, you know, mobile devices. Yeah. So we, we touched on the Wi-Fi stuff and I think, um, you know, Wi-Fi corporations spend a lot of time making sure that their wireless internet, um, or their wireless corporate connectivity is very secure. Um, and it's hard to get the right kind of profile or authentication support that you need. But with Windows Phone 8.1, we've got PEEP through MS Chat V2, uh, EPTLS, EPTTLS, uh, with an optional server certificate validation too. So, I mean, you really have really, really good control, just like you would with a laptop device. Yeah, that's, um, and again, with just to add on top of that, the SSL VPN is, is excellent. Again, everything is all around. Mm -hmm. uh, 
securing, you know, log on and making sure you have a single sign on when you're using VPN. So v- with VPN being built in. Yeah, and you can do, so within VPN, you've got tunnel flexibility. For example, you can do a split tunnel. And a split tunnel, of course, is where the user's normal internet traffic would route out to their mobile data connection. Um, and then if you have a uh, internal application, it would force that to go through the VPN connection. So that's split tunneling. And then force tunneling, you can actually force all web browsing, all application activity um, to go through your corporate environment. So if you have a regulation or requirement that you have to monitor all web traffic, um, you can do that even on the phone now. Right. So again, the the approaches are now starting to match what you see on a desktop device, ensuring that those mobile devices, which, you know, somehow become a the the bulk of what people are using these days are just as protected, protective as the the, the immobile devices in the desktops. Cool. Yeah. So how about management of the devices in the enterprise? That's got to be really difficult to, you know, if you have devices all over the place and, um, you know, it's hard. You may never see them except for the day that you, you know, you purchase them and then you issue it to the user. So from that point, you're really blind as to what the user's got on their, their device or what user has what device. So they've done a considerable enhancement for remote inventory and assistance. Do you want to talk about some of those things? Um, so you mean just being able to see what what's already on the applications themselves? I mean, on the devices themselves? Yeah. For example, you can find out what the handset is, who the mo- what the model is, the name, device ID, IMEI, firmware, uh, architecture. All that information is available, plus a lot more. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. So you're talking about remote inventorying and, and that nature. Let's uh, let's just take a step back because I, w- I also wanted to talk about just application management as well before we went into inventory. Um, is that okay? Yeah, yeah Frank? sure. <laughs> I, I know we didn't we talk about the application piece as well. Um, a lot of features at you know added into the application management uh, portfolio, making sure you can actually allow and you know pr- approve or deny different applications from being installed on that device itself. Um, other options that you start seeing is the ability to disable the Microsoft Store. So, for example, if you don't want users to be able to access the Microsoft Store, you can block it on those Windows Phone apps as well. All right. That sounds good. Yeah, well, we'll see. <laughs> um, another interesting thing is you can also disable things like Internet Explorer, you know, prevent the use of IE on the phone if that's what you want. Um, but, you, you know, again, these features are, are, are buttons, right? You can turn them off or on depending on what you need in your organization mm-hmm. and what type of devices are connecting in and the role of that device. All right. So want to get back to something really interesting like remote inventory and assistance? <laughs> sure. Sure. If that, right. that, that, that excites you, then that's what we'll talk about. I don't know why. I, not, you know, again, you're getting into those uh, adult, um, you know, adult kind of con- conversations and queries. I wouldn't say it excites me, but, you know, from a technical perspective, I'm happy to see it. How about that? Okay. Well, All you right. know, like I said, whatever. It's a family show, Alfred. I mean, come on. Whatever floats your boat. <laughs> All right. Well, so we talked about some of the things that you can see about the device itself, but you have the ability to deal with OS configurations. So you can find out, you know, what poli- what MDM policies it's got. You can find out if it's already, you know, has enterprise apps installed. You can get uh, even the local time of the device, the language, the platform. So all these things, you know, if you if knowing that you can now see all this information, IT admins use this 
all the time for standard devices, laptops, desktops, tablet devices. They use this information to figure out all kinds of things, um, you know, that tie really into big data um, and help them identify what it is that they need to do for particular users in particular areas. And you can really start to drill down on your, um, you know, mobile workforce to help enable these people in something we've talked about, you know, flexible working. Mobility. Yeah. So, yeah, the, just the idea of asset inventory and assessment. Again, I'm going to bring up uh, a term and maybe some of you already know it, but the inter- Internet of Things is a new area. It's been around for about 10, 10, 10 15 years now, but the Internet of, internet of Things. So with that option, you now have the ability to kind of collect that data using different metrics, different ways of, you know, seeing what people are doing with information and being able to analyze it and determine ways to improve service, ways to improve functionality, ways to create new applications that users are going to be happy about. Hmm. Uh, it's almost sort of like a feedback mechanism to build newer, better processes. Uh, I, I tend to think of it as, um, you know, the, the Internet of the future where, you know, you have smarter, faster uh, much more mobile machines because they're, they know what to expect because they're, you know, it's almost sort of like internet learning. Isn't um, that like a black eyed pea song or something? Smarter, faster, better, stronger, something like that? That's more like a Kanye song. Kanye, so. that's who I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Come on, know your artist, but yeah, know yeah, your whatever. Artist. I'm lame. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but anyway, that's uh, Internet of Things is what that is all about. And, um, and I can see why that excites you, uh, Frank. Uh, again, uh, from an IT administrative perspective only, just just so <laughs> that's all I meant as well. Okay, just just checking. All right, how about something that's quite important to our end users from any mobile device? Email, Exchange Server. Any any upgrades? Any updates there? Uh, in in what term? Maybe you can share. Cause I'm Okay, yeah, yeah, I'll jump in. So we have uh, now the ability to support policies all the way back from Exchange Server 2007 SP2. Of course, you know, recommended to go with Exchange Server 2010, um, but the phones through Windows Phone 8.1 will support policies all the way back to Exchange Server 2007 SP2. That's pretty cool. Um, also, you have the ability to support uh, S-MIME, which is really, that's the industry standard, and that's really important as far as email is concerned with regards to keeping things secure. You can send and receive signed and encrypted email, um, which, you know, we have not been able to do. And I think, I don't really know of any device with the exception of Blackberries that were able to do that uh, previous to now. So that's really helpful. Yeah, I, I, I with my new phone, I also noticed that too, because the encrypted emails, you typically... We, we could actually kind of get away with sneaking the ability to see those mails um, on some of the older devices. But with the Windows Phone 8.1, they did a really good job of uh, encrypting the data, encrypting the emails that were sent from a corporate account. Yeah, they in fact, they even give you the option to have separate signing certificates. Well, not the option. It's the way it's done. So you get separate signing and encryption certificates. So that way, if, if you compromise one certificate, you know, somehow if a, if a hacker were able to compromise one, you'd actually need both to be able to deal with, um, you know, viewing and, and um, editing, sending, replying, whatever, to uh, encrypted emails. Right. And also virtual smart card support is also an option as well. Um, just the ability to manage those virtual smart cards um, on your 
on your mobile device. All right, so you want to talk about something I get excited about is virtual smart cards. Those things are ridiculous, man. It's made my life so much easier not to have to make sure that I've got my Microsoft badge on me and slap that thing into my computer and blah, blah, blah. So virtual smart cards were first introduced with Windows Windows 8, and we use that for direct access. You know, that's how our our two-factor authentication works is through the smart card. virtual smart card we're able to store that information on the tpm so that's one version of two-factor authentication and the next bit is i have to enter a pin when i sign in and connect so now or you know when you log into the computer you log in um, using the pin and you don't have to do anything with direct access from your computer so anyway the same same kind of concept would would apply here give you the ability to really have multi-factor authentication from your phone yeah, um, and that's one of the main benefits of virtual smart cards. I thought that was pretty cool to kind of see as well. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. what about configuration management um, when when we're talking about protecting the data and protecting the the device itself? What options are? How was that improved with Windows Phone 8.1, Frank? Well, okay, so encryption has drastically improved, right? Um, I think that's probably the the number one thing to to understand. We can enforce as an administrator encryption not only on the device itself, so the, you know, the internal storage, but also SD cards. You can even say, all right, I'm not going to allow the external SD cards to be used. So that means that any information would be contained within the phone. So, okay, now we, we've got an idea that we can encrypt any information, encrypt any applications, data, whatever on the phone. We can make it so that it can't be popped out into an SD card and, um, you know, taken somewhere else. But let's say that that falls into the hands of, uh, you know, someone, some black hat, someone who's looking to do something malicious. Well, that's fine because we have the ability to remotely uh, wipe the phone through selective wipe or complete, you know, uh, wipe of the phone or even push a reset of the phone. So I think that's really awesome. Um, You know, and actually the the device lock is is quite good. You always see stuff on the Internet about people trying to hack simple pins on whatever the phone manufacturer is. But, you know, how can I hack a simple pin on a phone? Um, Now we have the ability, as we were talking about it earlier, uh, where we can specify alphanumeric passwords. They have to have complexity, certain lengths, you know, the expiration, how long it's good for, keeping history. So really, you know, we... To me, that tells the whole story right from the very beginning. We encrypt everything that's on the phone. We require um, passwords that meet our requirements, you know, whatever they are, um, complexity levels, length levels, whatever. And then yeah, so I, if somebody were to get past all of that and the device would be lost, no problem. We can wipe what's on that device remotely. Right. So, I mean, just a ton of ways to manage that the configurations. And I think that's that's what really makes this a cool device. It really, you know, if you haven't had a chance to get get your hands on a Windows Phone device, especially a Windows Phone 8.1 device, definitely take a chance to take a look at it. Um, there's a lot of options to kind of see what it can do. I think a lot of times people underestimate the the ability for these devices to be much more secure, much more a functional for both consumers and enterprise. Yep, agreed. So. So that kind of we kind of walked through we walked through quite a bit with you. We talked about the enrollment piece. We talked about uh, once you you know certificate management, application management, you know, dev- you know configuration management, and just all the a lot of really new features. Of course, in 30 minutes we can't cover everything. But what we try to do is give you sort of a synopsis of what you would see if you had one of these devices and how it could actually benefit you as a corporation or as an entity, individual, uh, person as well. Yeah, it's really empowering to be able to do 
things that I previously had to have a full-size device, you know, on my phone now. I Phones are becoming more and more, you know, the 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 way that people are able to interact while on the go and, and being mobile. Um, you know, I, I look at that uh, Nokia 1520. It's a six-inch screen. It's phablet, right? It, it's perfect size for, uh, you know, being able to get the kinds of things done that I want on the go. Um, I love the device. It's really fast. Battery's good, blah, blah, blah. But um, size-wise and, uh, you know, form factor-wise, it's fantastic for train use, for plane use, whatever. And now I can be enabled as an end user because IT is able to ensure the integrity of the data and information that's contained on that device. That really closes the loop for something that users have been wanting to do for years. Yep, agreed. So, um, as we kind of uh, close out, two things I wanted to ask. One, what type of device are you using, Frank? Um, well, of course, I use a Windows Phone 8.1. I have two devices that I utilize. So, the first is a my um, out here in the UK. Microsoft provides us with a few choices that you know they issue us a company phone. So, the company phone that I have is the Nokia 920, or for my American colleagues, a Nokia 920. Um, Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I know, I know. It's hard, man. I live here. So, you know, you just transition in their language. Yeah, anyway. yeah. We hear the excuses. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Nokia 920, which is a great device. Really happy with that device. It's quite powerful. You know, it's very flexible. It's fantastic. Happy with it. Loving it. All right. The other so, one. And I, I have, oh, you have two. Sorry. Go yeah, ahead. yeah. No, I have two devices because, um, well, you know, geeks are. We like, we like gadgets. So, anyway, I, I have a 1520. Um, and I'm, I'm loving my 1520 that, that I had a hard time. I was trying to make a choice between a 1520 and like say a Dell venue pro eight. Um, the Dell venue pros are awesome, right? Cause they run full windows and the, the form factor is eight inch device. Um, so that's really, really mobile too, which is great. Um, and I, it was really tough for me to sort of make that, you know, choice between the, the two things. One is full blown windows and one is windows phone. But with these enhancements that we have here, there's not much, if if anything, that I'm limited, you know, to be able to do. Uh, luckily, Microsoft does a lot of development for our, our internal applications with apps. So we, I go to my company portal, you know, our company portal, and I look for apps. We got all kinds of great things on there, and I can even browse to internal sites with, you know, the VPN feature. So I'm I'm really happy I chose that 1520. Really excited the phone because I, I for a second I didn't think I was going to tell about my phone because we spent so much time on your two phones. Well, hey, you know what? We've got thirty seconds for you, Alfred. That's what I did. Was I set aside a whole thirty seconds just for you? All right. So Samsung Ativ S Neo Sprint phone. That's all. All right. All right. And, <laughs> and I have well, the tell me about the experience. What do you you know? What do you think about the phone? What do you think about using it? You know, for your uh, corporate stuff, your personal stuff. Well, you know, I'm probably not going to go in as elaborate as you did, but I really enjoy the fact that I have a phone that's so much more functional that, you know, I can find my users, my, my friends, I can use the applications I care about. Uh, it's very functional in terms of what I can do with it uh, and just the new apps because I care about the apps mostly. Yeah. Um, the, the, you know, well, once you know I have what? access to those apps. Since we're friends on Facebook, I have to say you've, you've really embraced, speaking of finding friends, you've really embraced that technology to post all kinds of recipes uh, for all the things that you like to cook online. I've been, uh, you know, really found um, some, some good recipes from you. So thanks, Alfred. Yeah, right. I don't <laughs> cook anything. And, and different hairstyles that you're into. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's yeah, great. yeah. Really no, good. so but I do like the device, and I think that's a great thing. And then the other thing I was going to ask, and this is more on a personal level, that's is cool. what's your favorite application that you run? And let's keep it to the short version, Frank. Dude, that's a that's a hard question. I I have several. You know, every day I have a lot of apps on the phone. We all do, I'm sure. But every day there's probably you know I don't know five to ten apps that are my normal apps that I use. Well, pick one that you wouldn't you couldn't live without. Well, okay, so that we can't let's not count email because that's a that's a main. Hey, no, not email. Yeah, not that's email. a main feature of the phone. Um, uh, you know what? I do a lot of traveling for work, and you know I'm here in the UK, and it's not as easy. Well, it depends on the city and the states, but it's not as easy to get around. One app that I really rely on almost daily is my um, Here Maps application. Huh. Cool. Yeah, I mean, I've got to get to the customer site, and we do a lot of walking, and Here Maps can integrate you know, with public transportation. So if I need to go underground and take a tube or I need to take a bus, um, really, I guess I would say the here suite, whether I'm driving or mass transit or whatever, that really does help me every single day. Cool, cool. So, and, and I'll add mine. Uh, maybe we'll post the, the links to these on our on our page, but uh, the Waze app, W-A-Z-E. Yeah, so basically it helps you sort of know where you're going, how you're trying to get there. It's it's better than the typical uh, the the tools that you use in the car. I can't remember what it's called, but uh, it gives you directions. I'm I'm so into so apps it's better now. than like Here Drive or something. You're saying? I don't know Here Drive. So this one's actually good because it actually tells you where the you know the officer is while you're driving so I, I thought that was kind of interesting oh i see i see speed trap up ahead slow down knucklehead exactly nice officer. yeah so, that's useful um, it, it uses social it uses social interaction so again going back to the internet of things it uses the fact that other people have noticed something going on whether it's an accident whether it's a you know breakdown in traffic whether it's a cop so this is pulled. crowdsourced oh yeah totally wow totally. that's pretty cool what's it called again Ways W A Z E. All so right, check I'm gonna check out. that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Good so, tip, Alfred. Hey, just throwing it out there. Figured somebody might get find it useful. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, 15 episodes, first good tip. Congratulations. <laughs> I try. <laughs> I try. Anyway. All right. Well, uh, is there anything else you want to add before we wrap it up? No, I think I think we covered quite a bit. Obviously, you know, if you need, if you're looking for more information, uh, check out our website, thedevicepros.com, and. Um, as Frank always mentions, we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, we're on Twitter, we're also Tumblr, on LinkedIn, Stitcher, yep. iTunes, all the and anything, and also anything that hasn't showed up yet. We're probably on there already. We just don't know it yet. Yep, yep, sounds good. <laughs> well, cool. Um, let me add in just just real quick. Um, ITPro.TV is one of our affiliates. We love their service. They provide an excellent training option. We do have information on the website. Um, if you go to www.thedevicepros.com forward slash resources, you'll see all of our affiliates that are on there. Uh, we've got some feedback from you guys, and you're asking us to start presenting uh, the option of having a video podcast and also the MP3 podcast. And Alfred and I really do want to do that, um, but we need to, you know, we need to get some some funds rolling so we can get the equipment we need to get that going. And my my missus, I don't know about you, Alfred, but my missus uh, will not let me put it on my charge card. Yeah, well, well, we'll work it out and we'll keep you updated. I think that's one of our, our big goals that we're going for. So yeah. hopefully soon enough you'll see that happen. 
Yeah, let's, you know what? Let's right now make a promise to our listeners. We I'm are going to make this happen. No. Come on, come promise. on, man up. No. I want to hear you man what? up on, this, on they, this podcast. They will see it when it shows up. It's like Windows 29.1. It's coming, summertime. Yeah, okay, it. all right. So then let's do a period of time. Let's say okay. by Christmas time. We will I'm have not, this implemented. I'm not making it. No, listen. Oh, it's man. I, I'm saddened by this, man. I thought, you know, it's like Braveheart, man. You just got to go. You know, come on. I'm 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 confident in my masculinity. <laughs> It'll be here. <laughs> How about that? All right, brother. Well, hey, man. Good episode. Thank you very much. Great information. Uh, for all our listeners, thanks very much for the continued feedback. Look forward to having more. And stick around. Uh, we'll be releasing... Episode number 16, right around the corner. Thanks very much. See ya. That wraps up another amazing episode of the Device Pros. We appreciate you tuning in and participating. We'll be back in two weeks with another incredible episode helping the technology community one podcast at a time. We want to hear from you, our loyal members, so please reach out on our website, thedevicepros.com, or The Device Pros on Twitter and Facebook. For now, be good to your technology, and remember, the NSA is watching. See ya! While we work at Microsoft, this podcast is independent of Microsoft and implies no warranty or guarantee of the products or services. We will not be sharing anything confidential, and we do not represent the opinion of Microsoft in any way. We are just two passionate guys that love what we do implementing Microsoft devices and services.